Yay, I am so glad you're here. My name is Andrea Grace Fillmore, and I am a practical encourager on a mission to help you get your yay back. I want you to be encouraged, but also have real tools for tackling whatever is in your way. I'm in your corner, I'm cheering you on, and I am truly so grateful you're here. This podcast is my labor of love for you, and I hope that you find it helpful. So let's get to today's episode. Hello, everyone. I am here with one of my newest, coolest friends. Her name's Mary Seams. So before I let her speak to you, first of all, let me just say that she was offering to sing Drake for you. And I said, you know, that's great. We might save her for the end. Um, But why do I want to have Mary on the show? Number one, she has the best laugh of all time. And I'm really just hoping to catch it on a recording. (laughs) Trying really hard not to laugh out loud. I want you to laugh out loud. There you go. That's all you get today. (laughs) Stop looking at me. <laughs> You're holding back some. I can <clears throat> feel it. Okay. She has the best laugh, and I just want to catch it on recording, honestly. Uh, but truly, her optimism and her absolute can-do attitude and cheerleader spirit is fostering a lot of great work in Oklahoma City and maybe beyond. Who knows? In Canada, for sure. Canada. Uh, Mary is one of the very few people that I know that can like have an idea and execute it immediately. She's just like, that's a great idea. We should do it. Let's do it now. I already did it. Like, that's how Mary operates, and I love it. Um, But she's very successful, is always on the go, working for the good of the women around her while she is growing her business and her ability to add systems to life and business and work for the holistic health of women is very inspiring. So... What an intro. First of all, can you send me that copy so I can add it to my website? I need that. Yes, ma'am. You can have it. Uh, yeah, that's how I'll, I'll pay you for your time Thank today. you. Thank I'll you. I'll write you a dope intro. Intro that I can just like send out to people. That's fair. Of all my yeah. TikTok videos. Yeah, you could set it as your uh, voicemail. Hi. You've Hi, reached Mary. Mary, here's a little bit about me. We're changing the game. Changing it. Changing it. So... Money Mary. That's what I like to call Mary. I love that. Money Mary. First question before we get into all the businessy things. Do you remember how we met? Because I sure don't. In fact, I do. There's this really weird thing about me that it's almost like a little bit embarrassing, but I am one of those people that really remembers people and I know details and I'll be like, hey, remember when we met like seven years ago? Before anything, no, you were wearing cutoffs. I remember what you were wearing. I might not remember everybody's like name and details, but. I have this weird memory, like when I, yeah. So I do remember to answer your question. It was spring of 2019, and that's a we long time ago. <laughs> at a baseball game, and you were with Jordan Brower, and I was with a group of other friends. But like, I knew Jordan, and so I met you that day. You probably I, don't remember it. I remember being at the game with Jordan, but I do not remember. See, you don't remember me because that's the way this always goes. I have a weird memory, and people are always like. <laughs> We met, and I'm like, uh, yeah, we met already. Actually, we did 14.6 <laughs> days 14. ago. 14.6 days ago. So that was the first like thing, and then Creative Mornings last year, I saw oh, you yeah. again mm-hmm. at Carrie Bloomert's talk, which was like one of my all-time favorites. Love Snaps Carrie. For Carrie. She. Speaking of, let's give her a shout out for all that she's doing in Oklahoma County right now. I'm so glad that she's my representative, and at Carrie Bloomert, please come be on the podcast. Oh, we will make that Mary's happen. face, you guys should have just seen that. She was like, oh my. I think Carrie is doing great things. So that yeah. was the next thing. And then I joined the treasury and we met via treasury stuff. And one day you were like, hey, can we just like sit down? I just want to get to know you. And we sat on the couch and I told you my life story and we you told a, me yours. Yeah, we had a heart to heart. That was the first cognizant rem- memory I have. Of the us. couch sitting. The couch sitting. But I know like for me, when I meet people, I tend to, I'm an Enneagram eight and that gut triad. And I'm like, I want more. (laughs) So (laughs) like, I'm either like, yes. Um, but no, not more of that song. Thank you though. (laughs) Free Brittany. (laughs) I just, (laughs) I just remember knowing I was like, I know not much about Mary, but this feels right. Yeah. And we have a lot of mutual friends in our circles. That was the other thing. And Mm -hmm. maybe that's just an Oklahoma city thing. Also. Yes. True. If you know four people, you know everyone. You know everybody. Or at Whether least, you know them or not, you do. Yeah. Know somebody that knows somebody and you're like, all right, we're best friends now. 
So Mary, um, my one of my the first things that I remember about Mary, we had just got to know each other, and it was in January of this year. Apparently, we had met a year before, and I didn't know it. Um, sorry about that. I'm sorry. Our anniversary passed, and I didn't know. Um, but I was like, Mary, I'm thinking about starting this business. And she's like, let's do it. Get out your credit card and get online, and we'll go to the Secretary of State. And in 30 minutes, Strategic Hype was born. So we all have Mary to thank for that. Um, but Mary runs a business. She's a co-founder and amazing lady called the Source Broker. The Source Broker. She is one half of that mm-hmm. um, powerful duo. So Mary, tell us what Source Brokers is, how it started, like mm-hmm. how it got to be so explosively big yeah. and grow so fast. Great. A great question because I also wonder this question quite often, <laughs> to be honest. I'm like, okay, so what is source brokers? What do we do? Who do we serve? Always questioning, but there's a lot of core foundational things that I know we do. And all jokes aside, we really do. We serve women, um, business owners, and we essentially provide peace of mind. That's the easiest way to say it. So exactly what Andrea said, like, okay, you want to do a business? Great. Sit down. We're just going to do it for you. So those things where you want to do something you don't know how you're feeling overwhelmed you might be drowning and all that we have to do is come alongside you and be like okay girl let's do it so we help women just thrive personally and professionally and that could be through accounting it could be through systems development basically anything that feels yuck to you we're going to find a way to make it feel not so yuck and it'll be fun the end yeah it's like I always when I think of Mary I think of like when you have a problem or you want to start a business or you don't know how to tackle that obstacle and there's that meme with that blonde woman and there's this equations Mm -hmm. and you feel very overwhelmed and Mary just like goes to this next realm. Her and Bridget just just like, shout out to Bridget. Yeah. Business partner Bridget. She's awesome. Yeah. Hi Bridget. Um, We love you. We do. Yeah. So that source brokers officially started in January. So Basically, same timeline. Um, Prior to that, though, I had been freelancing and doing other stuff. And just I've always just been solving problems for people. And that's what I love. It brings me such great joy to figure out a better way of doing things. That's awesome. So how when you started Source Brokers Mm -hmm. in January and now it feels like you are just I don't even know how to describe it. It's like there's just so much happening at Source Brokers, and you guys are always growing and implementing new things. But how do you think, how did you grow so quickly? Was that a fluke? Was it just the need that you met that is really hitting the heartbeat of what women need, or what was that? I mean, I think there was some intentionality behind the growth. So it wasn't just on accident, like, <laughs> let's just, like, see how, and let's just bring some people, let's just see if people want to join us. Yeah. There was seeing the problems and hearing, sort of, like, I'm a listener, and I really see what people had been saying like, Hey, I need somebody to help me with this. And I'm like, you know what? Okay, great. Why don't we systemize this? And if we had people who specialize in each of these kind of areas that they need help and my background is in medicine. I don't know if many people know that about me, but I, in a former life I was in med school and I've always thought that the idea of triaging and if you had somebody kind of almost like a Somebody just like to fight for you and help you make all those other decisions. And that would work with other specialists. Like that's a kind of interesting model and it works in medicine and it works in these other, does it work in medicine? Let's not get to healthcare, but um, <laughs> theoretically. So there was some intentionality in seeing like, what are the services that people need help with, but there's not somebody that's an expert at it that is easily accessible, that makes it feel um, just easy to find that help. And so Back in January, Bridget and I sat down on a whiteboard and we kind of drew out what we thought it was going to look like, put some dates for like where we wanted to be. Then COVID happened and we're like, hmm, interesting times. <laughs> and we did a little bit of like reflection. There was also some growth in both of us, like personally. We, I think everybody did a lot of self-reflection during that time period and it gave us the opportunity to really decide what we wanted and what we realized, what we, at the core we just want people to feel taken care of. And before we were like, let's just make all these services and figure it out. But then we're like, no, we want to also 
help women like Andrea, for example, who has a great service to offer, but maybe it's overwhelming to send the invoices or create the contracts or do their own marketing. (laughs) So how can we not only take the overwhelm away for our clients or our partners, as we have termed them, but also for our practitioners? And so it kind of turned into let's recruit some people that maybe could utilize our platform and really live into their strengths. Um, So I think it was like a combination of seeing a need and then being able to execute quickly. Like I can't deny that like that is such a core strength of mine to take from idea to like implementation. It's like lightning warp speed. And I'm not saying it's perfect by the time it's done, but then I can hand it off to Bridget, which is why it's such a great partnership. And she can be like, great, thank you for doing this. Now let me make it so that it can be like scalable. And so that's, I think that's the core is just like not being afraid that the idea might not be the perfect one. And to just like start um, take the feedback, see how it works, and then pivot from there. That is so good. And it's needed. I think what I see in that is I think a lot of women, you get to a certain point and the end of your knowledge and it's easy to just be like, well, I don't know what to do, so I just won't. Yeah. And I think that's where your gasoline comes in and you're like... Oh, there's a little spark left. That's all we need. Let's get this thing a burning. And it's so great because it's refreshing because I think you're uniquely um, wired for that because you don't just say, oh, we're going to solve the problems, but you're like, I'm going to cheer for you and you're going to have a great time. And that really is a deliverable that you guys have, both you and Bridget. I feel very, um, working with you, I felt very cared for and seen and encouraged. And so... um, yeah, it's been amazing. Um, what is one thing that you wish you would have known when you started Source Brokers? Um, or even when you started your career before the Source Brokers? Like, what's one thing that you think uh, you've learned along the way that would help other people? This is such a good question. Thank you. I'm like, dang, girl, she is a copywriter. She knows how to ask the (laughs) questions. Um, One thing is hard for me to narrow it down. And yet I think the most important is that you know what's on your heart and you know what your gifts and talents are. And the things that feel easy to you probably don't feel easy to other people. So why don't you lean into that? Mm. That's it. Lean into the flow. Snaps. I guess I could. I don't know how that's. I don't like doing snaps. I'm not that cool. Yes, that feels so so true. Um, So is there along the way in source brokers? You guys have had you. So you started Mm -hmm. Corona pivot Mm -hmm. growth. Mm -hmm. You like it almost. I don't know because I just started in January, but like it almost seems like everyone in business this year is learning way more because of the. Uh, coronavirus and the pandemic and the working from home and just, I mean, name something. And, um, but along the way, is there something that source brokers has done for a client that you didn't expect? Is there something that like kind of surprised you? Also, Mary didn't get these questions. So she is coming in hot, coming in hot, which is the way actually coming in cold, is coming actually. in cold <laughs> and the way that I prefer it because I, I don't want to overthink things. Um, what is one thing that we did along the way for a client for a that, client that was kind of unexpected? Uh, we do. Honestly, it's so funny. I'm like, <laughs> I didn't know we did that, but we do. <laughs> so Feels let right. me think of one. I mean, I think for example, when people reach out, it's always because somebody has said like, Hey, <laughs> I don't know what you do, but so-and-so <laughs> said that like, you just like changed their life and made them feel so taken care of. And I'm like, yes. And they're like, I'm in tears. I don't know what to do. So for example, uh, a lady who owns an oil and gas company reached out and I'm like, never thought that we'd be working with somebody to help them organize the oil and gas industry. Like, I don't know anything about land leases. I have some real estate knowledge, but like, that's a surprising thing that the industry is irrelevant. It's really that the process and the ability to I like to call it business therapy. I think some people just need business therapy and Mm -hmm. have somebody to help them like listen. So that's been a, that was a real surprising one. Never thought that we would be like, yeah, oil and gas. It's what we do. Yeah. I I mean, it's funny because it's like, you're never like, I'm going to work with oil and gas. But then at the same time, you're like, that's Oklahoma. It's happening. Makes sense. It'll happen. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's probably the biggest one. And even things like, I'm a real figure it out kind of person. So if somebody's like, I don't, 
here's a great one actually the other day for a client. I go puff some Tylenol. That was all it took. <laughs> go puff. Not everyone knows what that is. Okay, so go puff. Listen, I will send. Can I? Can we put a promo code in the notes to give you guys sixteen dollars off? <laughs> I, I, I got some promo codes. Um, go puff. It literally is the best delivery service you can order. It's basically like what would you need from like Walgreens or mm-hmm. snacks or groceries and press a button. It's at your house in fifteen minutes. Better than Postmates. A dollar ninety five delivery. It's just like outsourcing. Will they sponsor the podcast? <laughs> I'll ask. Well, Go Puff. Can I get an affiliate link? Yeah. Mary also is like the, un, like, I just don't even know how to explain it. She's the champion of all technology. So like, she's always mm. like, have you looked at Notion? Have you looked at Zapier? Have you looked at GoPuff? And I'm like, I don't know any of the words you just said. Not a one. Ooh, yeah. True though. I love that. It's wild. It I all, love that. You're on the cutting edge. Middle school. Back Middle in school. Zanga days, you know. Before apps. <laughs> Before. I was coding Zanga. my own like templates and layouts. Wow. My respect for you just went up. Because you didn't go for the MySpace. You went for the Zanga. Oh, that was so real. They were all so ugly. <laughs> um, Not if you use my templates. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> I, I believe okay. you. Um, so if is there... I know there is. What is one common myth about women in business, about your work, about entrepreneurs that if you could kick it in the teeth, mm. debunk it, what would that be? That you have to do it on your own. Surprise, you don't. <laughs> and we should not, the The feeling that you only have, you're only valid, you're only successful if you built this all by yourself and you worked for 80,000 hours a week and that's the only way to get where you need to go. That is the biggest lie. And your worth is not equal to your work. That's like really important that like who you are is not what you do. So stop putting your identity in that and in the hustle. And I just wish people, yeah, let's get rid of that and lean into what you actually enjoy and you can do it in a way that's not scary and not draining and you can have a great, like full whole life. Wow. Okay. Well that wraps up the show. (laughs) JK. Yeah. I think that, yeah, it feels like you have to do it alone. And then when I started a business for real, even though a lot of my friends were Mm -hmm. entrepreneurs and I'm like, you can't do it alone. Why would you want to? It's terrifying and it's so much work. And there's so many things that no one can prepare you for. And you just don't know until you start. And I think that, uh, I say this all the time. I almost feel guilty because I, because of the treasury, because mm. of the source brokers, because of so many of my friends like Jordan, Naoma, eh, that are entrepreneurs, I'm like, I feel like I started on like level 10. Mm. Like I got to come in at a higher level because all these women had this shared experience. Um, and I've learned a lot through the treasury community and the source brokers for sure. Yeah. I just, that's just like, I think the other myth that you're like alluding to is that people don't want to help. Like that's a lie. People, women want to help. And I think it's really easy for people to either not know who to ask, not know how to ask or be afraid of looking stupid. Mm -hmm. And I think if we could eliminate that, that people would like skyrocket in their success because the truth is if you're thinking and having a question, somebody else is also. And let's, so maybe I think that's you. You're not afraid to ask those questions. And that's why you've been surrounded by these other amazing women. It's because it's like once you put that out there, people want to help. And then you become friends with them along the way, which is great. Yeah. And I think well, my perspective is like, man, I don't know. And I don't want to spend the time pretending mm-hmm. I know. Like I mm-hmm. am ready to make this business profitable. So I'm not going to waste time trying to figure out something that I know I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like when like you're playing like Mario Kart and you like eat the mushrooms to like speed you up. Like that's what it is yes, to like ask for some help. The mushrooms grow you though, Mary. I'm oh, going to need you to ooh, revisit. What are more. the things that like star. make you go? Okay, the star. Like, yeah. Okay, but the, the analogy works both ways because <laughs> either way you're getting bigger or faster. You're leveling up. Leveling up. Level up, level up. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, So what's a lesson you're personally learning lately from just being an entrepreneur? You can't do it alone. No, I'm just kidding. That's actually real, though, because I am a control freak. So this is my biggest weakness. And the thing that I'm working on is that I tend to think that 
nobody else will be able to do it as this is like, Oh, I'm really revealing my like worst self. But I sometimes think that nobody else is going to be able to do something as good as I can do or take three. care of God. Yeah. <laughs> By the three. way, I'm an Enneagram type three. <laughs> if you didn't already know, <laughs> catch on that. Um, that is something that I've had to really grow through because the only way for us to scale and help more people is for me to be willing to let go of some of these roles and responsibilities and lean into the things that are like, what's my like top 20% that's going to drive the 80% for success. And spoiler, spoiler alert, me scheduling people's social media and creating all the graphics is not the thing. It's not I had the a whisper. I just had to drop that in a whisper, but <laughs> that's been a huge lesson. And that like, I have to fuel myself so that I can show up now that I have a team, mm-hmm. I have to be a good leader and I cannot, it's not nice for me to work and like show them like, Oh, Mary, she's working like 12 hour days or like from like 7am to 10pm. That is disrespectful and a really bad example to paint to somebody. And just because I enjoy it does not mean that that's what everybody else should do. Mm -hmm. So that's a huge lesson I've been learning. So is that a conflict internally where I know you are wired for work? Like Mm -hmm. you enjoy work Mm -hmm. more than most people. Mm -hmm. Um, So is that a conflict where you're like, okay, seriously, do as I say, not as I do in the form of, like it's fine if you leave on time. I'm just having a blast. So yeah. is that created conflict or yeah, hard, be, th- hard things? Yeah, it's created conflict and it's created what I've realized that I accidentally make people feel inadequate. And that is the worst. Like I would never, uh, that like sucks my soul. So I've had to become mm-hmm. really intentional and say like, I know that this is something, it's a season and it's fun for me, but I need everybody like Bridget and I, like this is a very real thing. Her, the way that she works and the way that I work are so different. And it created conflict with us because she felt like she wasn't contributing enough to the business because I was spending more time maybe on these like bigger things. But Mm -hmm. that was just like had to be a very real conversation to, to like address that and also tell her to be like, hey, will you help me stay accountable and put some boundaries in place so that I don't work all the time? Because I will have weeks where I do that and then I'm like, oh shoot, I'm burnt out and I need two days to do like absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. So I have to be better about my boundaries because it can lead to burnout, mental yeah. burnout. And I would assume that, and this is from the outside in, is there any part of you that's like I'm leading a team of people so I have to is like does that weight of leadership and responsibility fuel you to be like I have to do better or more or is there an added pressure from that do you feel or are you um, just I love everything so much and that's what fuels me (laughs) I want to think that it's the first one but honestly it's the second like that for you, feels, it's just a party. For me, it's just a party. And it's a, what are the problems that need to be solved? And I just want to solve them. Like there's like this intrinsic, like at my core desire to just like, I think it's driven by like, okay, if I make this really big and we create a platform that can serve so many people, I know that the trickle down effects are going to be great for like my team. And then the, we're going to be able to serve more people. But I think it's an intrinsic drive to like, get to the next level but the thing is there is no next level it's like there's no hard and fast like what's the goal here I mean there's like some goals but like I think I'll just always do that just I'm like using my hands too yeah (laughs) nobody can do that on the podcast but um yeah and I think having a team though does make it feel more purposeful Mm -hmm. like right don't spend time working on something that's not actually like revenue driving or growth opportunities for them yeah Ooh, all that is just really on brand <laughs> for you. I love it. And and to me, like sitting across from me, hearing you say this, I'm like, you're very self-aware. Like, mm-hmm. because everything you're saying are things that I see in you as well. Um, what, I don't know what next, there's so many great questions <laughs> here. I'm having a hard time choosing. Um, can you name two or three people that have influenced you for good along the way? Mm-hmm. Maybe one you know personally, at least, and yeah. it could be somebody in the podcast ether <laughs> or in the pod- on <laughs> YouTube like or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I will say a real person would be Hannah Schmidt at the Treasury. Yeah, she was props like, to Hannah Schmidt. Like, literally, she gives everybody, I'm like, uh, I wouldn't have a business without her, honestly. Same. Like, Here's what I'm going to say about Hannah, knowing that she will never listen to this podcast. I would say it to her face. Um, 
I don't think she realizes the impact that she's having mm-hmm. in women's business, in our community, and in the Oklahoma City yeah. community. I think that she is just way more influential in her support and mm-hmm. uh, providing community than anybody I've ever met. I think, yeah, that's why I'm like, literally, there's never been, and like, she's so intentional and so good at yeah. it, and it's so genuine, and mm-hmm. it's always coming from a place, like, she has no motive, like, the motivation is pure. Like, there's no, so like... It's not like, she's like, I don't care if anybody joins and becomes a member of this business that I got to run. I just want to like support people and cheer for them. And she has always been such a great referral source. And she's like, yeah, "Mm -hmm." the like, you need Mary. I don't know what you need, but you need her. I'm like, "Uh." so that, and even just like the encourage, always just encouraging. So Mm -hmm. that was like, when I joined the treasury was like such a transitional time in my life. And I did not know what I was doing. So I think when I look back over the last year, there's been so much growth and Hannah's uh, DNA is definitely in that. Yeah. Um, two other people, my therapist. Okay. Is that an, is that an okay answer? That's an excellent answer. (sighs) If you guys follow me at, I think my handle is like Mary therapy. Therapy. I'll always post the therapy selfie because yeah, I have gone through just like, now I'm not even processing like deep, heavy stuff anymore, but I just think having a therapist like mm-hmm. game changer. And the third, let's go for, I read a lot of books and listen to a lot of things. Oh my gosh, this is so hard for me to choose. Okay. Why is that do like you need a three me to thing? Tell you, do you need me to tell you that it doesn't have to be the most important three in your whole <clears> life, <throat> but yeah. like just three that come to mind. Mm, that's great. Okay. Is that less pressure now? <laughs> yeah. Cause like, I always want to, so I always want to be correct. It's hilarious. And like, do yeah, I know I'm answer. feeling it. <laughs> Feeling it across the table. He's like, <gasps> I can't edit this later. It has to be correct. We'll just say, uh, we'll just go over Jay Shetty on I purpose. Knew you knew I was going to say I that. knew it. I love the on purpose podcast. He always has great, great. Let like, me just guests. say that we are really promoting a lot of products and or services and people this podcast episode. <laughs> I guess that's all I am. Maybe Walking I'm commercial. <laughs> I'm going to have to do like a whole long... Hey, for GoPuff, check here. <laughs> Jay Shetty here. Carrie Bloomert over here in the treasury. <laughs> I'm not even... Yeah, that's a lot. There's a lot going on in there. I'm going to stop name dropping now. Um, no, you can name drop all day. Um, whatever you want to do. Name dropping. Those aren't even name dropping. Those are like celebrities that I don't even know. <laughs> like, Hannah Schmidt. Yeah, I know Hannah Schmidt. <laughs> She's the best, though. Yeah. Um, wow. Okay. Um, what is a one goal that you have either for yourself personally, um, the source brokers that feels almost too big, but you're like gunning hard for it. I love this. Okay. Biggest goal. I want to be able to provide, um, maternal leave, like paid maternity leave for anybody on our team and benefits. (laughs) Secondly, can I just also, the thing that goes hand in hand, like if we could have, Basically, I want to provide, have like therapists that we like employ and contract through source brokers because mental health is so important to me. It is so, so important. second goal. Wow, those are awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I just want to, we could do this literally all day. It would be so fun for both of us. Um, what do you think is something that people tend to misunderstand about you as a person? Ooh. The face that you just made was like... <laughs> Tell me what my face said, because that's probably the answer. It said, ew, <laughs> no, touche, challenge accepted. Wait, I changed my mind. <laughs> Maybe in that order. <laughs> I think that people misunderstand. This also sounds like a very egotistical answer, so I don't know if it is, but we'll let you guys make that, that assessment. Like, that I have it all together. And that I am like perfect. Like there was this like all even growing up, and I think it's my three showing. It's that your three I showing. Really outwardly look like I have it all together, but it's because inwardly I'm like really working hard. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like not like, and that yeah I struggle. Like I have days that I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna lay in bed all day, just can't really deal. Uh, and I think that's a common thing that people say is that like, Mary, how do you do all this? I'm like, uh, IDK. 
See, that answer doesn't, that feels kind of yuck to say, but that's like true. I don't have it all together. I just need people to know that I'm just a person. Thanks for vulnerability yeah. and authenticity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, uh, what is something that you would like to learn about either for work or for fun? It could be literally anything. Mm, this is so fun because I, I love learning. L- okay, top five. What, what are your What are your top mind? Harmony, learner, discipline, analytical focus. Have you taken the strength? The strengths finder. <laughs> I wish I had like a buzzer. Pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. Um, I have taken it. I every time I repeat them back to someone, I forget one. I can ev- only mm. ever remember four out of five. But number one is strategic. Nice. Yeah, makes sense. Yep, strategic input learner. Something and then focus. Or no, futuristic. Oh. I was going to say, do you have learner and focus? Is focus your fifth? No, it's not focus. It's futuristic. Futuristic, okay. Input, learner. I always forget one. Well, that's fine. It's fine. Must not be important. (laughs) We both have learner. That's the purpose of this. Yeah. I love to learn. So something that I really want to learn more about is, um, (laughs) this is so silly, but I just want to do more like art things so i want to why is that silly that's not silly because my answer would be like whatever branch of physics deals with wormholes that's what i would want to learn more about i barely understand it but i'm fascinated by it like oh my gosh i like there's not i just love learning honestly so i'm like so you're the friend i could call and be like come over and let's watch this thing on the history channel Mm -hmm. and have the best time a thousand percent great like there's never, I'm trying to think, is there anything I don't want to learn about? That's the, that's the mm, better. Wow. There are some things that I have no interest in, but feels irrelevant to say those now. Wow. So art, like what specifically about um, art? Like I would love to be a better painter. So my family is very creative. And when I say my family, I say like, I have these cousins <laughs> that are just, I'm like, you know, the people that can just like hear something and then just like play it. We're just like, I'm yeah, just going to casually paint this like beautiful, like my perfect like art thing. And my grandma on my dad's side was like an artist. Like, and why don't so we just cool. keep the name drop Beck Barcosi? Oh yeah. My roommate. Was your roommate? <laughs> yeah. So like, okay, this is like a real thing. I think because she was my roommate and I was like science major, biology, chemistry, when, you know, all that, I had a disconnect from my creative side for a long time. And I'm just now kind of revisiting mm. that. Interesting. And remembering that like, oh, in childhood, like, no, I was always doing crafts and always painting and doing this. So I think I want to learn more about just even like the technical side. So a mm-hmm. lot of my cousins do watercolor or like oil paints. And I'm like, I think that would be really fun. It's very three to be the technique of the art. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? <laughs> like, I love it. It's just fun. It's a fun thing to do. And I think it's just another outlet of like a way of using your brain. So, so what's something that you're learning right now? Um, I'm learning. Okay. Pause. Okay. That's not business related. Not business Let related. Let me qualify. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anything or just business? <laughs> no, I'm always, I'm like, what am I reading? I'm reading. Okay. I'm, does like personal growth count as business? Like together is like the best book that I've read in a long time. And just about like the art, like the science behind loneliness and mm. our need for people and our need for connection that it's an actual like health need and there are there's a study done on all these like centurions which are like people that live over a hundred and they 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 live in these blue zones in the world and so there there was this book called ikigai um and so a lot of like japanese um like longevity is a thing so i've been learning like what is it that about that lifestyle Hmm. and they always live with purpose this was like a huge thing so it's their purpose it's a little bit of their diet but like even in their mundane tasks, they do it with purpose. And that's what they're like, one of the key wow. things. So it's really interesting. Man, the list of links that I'm going to have to add to this show <laughs> is just astronomical. I'm not mad about it because I'm like, I would be the one that's like, give me all the links. Give I want me. all the books. And maybe someday we'll read them all, but probably not. And maybe. One thing I'm learning right now, uh, and you didn't ask, but I really want no, to answer. No, I wanted to ask um, this. <laughs> is, so when I was younger... Uh, I was ambidextrous. I could use both hands to do all of the tasks. And so I could write with both hands. I remember being very young and one hand would get tired. I was predominantly left-handed and that would get tired and I would just keep going with my right hand, which I think is tragic that that's not still a skill that I have. 
Um, and I remember my mom set me down and was like, okay, write this sentence with both hands and we're going to just choose one. And so I'm like, there must have been something Interesting. that triggered that. like Something at school maybe? Yeah, I don't know. But uh, so my right hand was neater, so she made me use my right hand. And so I'm relearning how to write with my left hand, which is such a weird thing to do at my age, but I'm loving it. I'm like, I really want to re-engage that uh, other side of me. And I think that that for me, and this is, I'm not into astrology at all, but like classic Gemini, I'm like left-handed, right-handed, mm. left brain, right brain. What generation am I in? No one knows because I'm in two. Like, it's just so yeah. funny how... yeah both the artist and the analytical thinker are in the same person. So for me, like relearning that left-handedness is something I try. Everybody just try to brush your teeth with your non-dominant hand. It'll be a good activity. It'll be a hilarious activity. It will feel awkward. Interesting. I read or somebody told me like, if you're ever really tired when you're asleep, when you're driving (laughs) to do things with like your other hand, because it like makes your brain like focus more and pay attention. So you can't get into like muscle memory driving. That there's, I drive with my left hand, which is weird. Oh, so you are like one of those people that do like hybrid things. things. Yeah. Yeah. Some things I still do left-handed. Um, so it's, it's awkward, but yeah, I've heard too. I don't have any science to back this up. So don't ask me to prove it, but I have heard that using your left hand or your non-dominant hand for more mundane tasks helps to create more neurological pathways in your brain and can help fight Alzheimer's. I believe it. So um, I actually know a frightening amount about Alzheimer's (laughs) proteins. It's fine for my job. From your job. It's a random thing that I know. If you guys ever want to talk about it, let me know if you ever need to get to sleep. I could tell you about the tau proteins in your brain. I know about tau proteins. That's what it is. I did my summer research with some tau proteins. We're about to lose all our (laughs) listeners. They're bored. Bye. They're like, I was on board when you were talking about these cool things, but that tau protein. protein. I'm out of here. Beta amyloid. (laughs) (laughs) Only the true listeners are still (laughs) hanging on now. Oh, gosh. what is one of the best things in your life now that you didn't expect when you were little Mary? Lil Mary. To be 29 and living in my own house with my dog and like get to do whatever I want. Little Mary did not into this was a this is a plot twist. <laughs> oh. But it's so fun and it's so great and I have so many great friends. Wow. A simple question. Simple answer. Your house. I love my house. I love your door. I, I have a pink front door. Baby did pink. I expect that? No. It's so cute. Though. Is it great? It feels yes. It's on brand. Yeah. 100%. I love it. Um, Mary, what makes you feel like your very best self? Uh, My morning routine. Like if I don't, like recipe for a bad day. Don't wake up in time. Don't journal. Don't like make coffee and have a slow morning. That's a recipe for a bad day. Same. I will not be my best self if I don't do that stuff. And guess what? I didn't do it this last week and it's showing. (laughs) (laughs) Your non-routine is showing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's... I know you love routines and rituals. I mean... Yeah, you know it. We have a whole series called Rhythms and Routines. Oh, yeah. It's a four-part series. Yeah, so for sure, I totally feel that. Okay, yeah. what's is that your answer also? Now I'm curious. Can what I interview you? What makes me <laughs> feel like my best self? Hmm. Ooh, that's a... I don't ever think about the answer how I would answer these questions. What makes me feel like my best self? Um, I think, oh gosh, that was a long pause for podcast time. No editing. No editing. What makes me feel like my best self is when I'm able to champion or help someone else achieve their goal. Like also morning <laughs> routines. Like my... Yeah. Because it fuels you to be able to champion Yeah, them. I can't champion you if I'm a terrible wreck of a, mm-hmm. of a human being. Mm-hmm. Yeah, morning routines are big for me. Yoga makes me feel like my best self because it Love makes that. me... I think I learned during quarantine, and I talk about yoga a lot on this podcast. So I'm never going to apologize for it. But um, for me, as an eight, stillness is vital because it goes against the instinctual action without thought. Yeah. Um, and so yoga is one of the very few activities that I can engage in that shuts down my brain. 
Um, and I think people, I'm, this is, this is the personality episode, also an INTJ. So I'm very in my own head, wandering around all of the time. And so helping anything I can do to quiet that, close down the doors to the mind palace and just be in the moment Mm -hmm. and breathe. And yoga is very good at like, you have to feel things. You're always making adjustments. You're thinking about your breath. You're thinking about the pose and how you're going to move into the next pose. And so it really, I learned it's good for me to practice that regularly. That's so good. Mm -hmm. I love that for you. Shout out to Bridget. She's doing uh, private consultations if anybody needs one-on-one yoga situations. I did a private consultation with her. It was fantastic. I've I was never like, done one, and I want to. You should. Because I, I, I did at-home yoga mm-hmm. for 30 days. I did a 30-day practice, mm-hmm. and I was very proud of myself. And then I was like, Bridget, I've been doing this at home, and I'm not sure that I'm doing any poses actually correctly. <laughs> but, yeah, it was good. Are you the type of person that struggles to write anything more than maybe an email or a birthday card? Does the thought of writing web copy, a drip campaign, or an email series wear you the heck out? Do you hate public speaking and presentations? Have I got news for you. It's me. My business, Strategic Hype, is all about crafting compassionate communication I'll do the heavy lifting so you can focus on what you're best at and keep your business profitable. If you have a project you've been avoiding, email me at andrea at strategic-hype.com and let's be business besties. I can't wait to create something special with you. So it's time for the dessert part of the podcast. Before we started this, let's just say we were talking about dessert. We were talking about dessert, and the approximate time we started was 9.30 (laughs) a.m. She's like, hey, how do you feel about cheesecake? This is like a very important thing. I'm like, what's your top dessert? And I'm like, we were so in alignment with our dessert. We were in alignment. So dessert, the the dessert of the podcast is the rapid fire questions. Great. But let's keep talking about dessert really quick. So um, I'm very excited about it. Charleston, <laughs> send me a carrot cake. Um, <laughs> Broadway 10, though. So let's talk categories first. Okay. Categories of dessert. Chocolate is 99% of the time what I'm going to choose. If there's more than one option, I'm going to choose chocolate. Mm. Worst dessert, in my opinion, bread pudding. Like, WTF, what is that? I it's a mess in a bowl. really love bread pudding. <laughs> Get out of my podcast. <laughs> Anything like creamy is what I like. It's not. It's gr- no. And like cinnamony and raisins. Like No, this that's a breakfast. <laughs> you would eat bread pudding for breakfast. I, mean, I would. Okay. Yeah, I would. I can't. I'm not going to fight I, you on that. I don't. I don't eat breakfast. I had to stop bringing bread in the house and sugar, which is why I'm really excited to talk about desserts. Um, so chocolate for me. Chocolate does What's it for What's the you? next level for me is... That warm carrot cake at Charleston's, mm-hmm. but also on that level, maybe some key lime pie. The key lime pie. I am a key lime pie, like ride or die. So good. Now, switching gears, not really. Um, have you ever had the key lime pie custard at Andy's? No. 10 out of 10. I, where is there even an Andy's that's like there. within the driving vicinity of my yes. life? Where? On Northwoods Expressway? Yes. Great. I'll do it the next time I go to my parents' house. Um, if it's in season. But they put a whole slice of key lime pie into the custard, and then you just cry into it because it's so good. All right. Let's get to these questions. Anyways. So we can wrap this up and head to Andy's so after. <laughs> Did you eat lunch or breakfast? No, I need a custard. Custard. Fantastic. What is something you bought lately under $100 that improved your quality of life? My ring light from Amazon. My Zoom calls are much better now. <sighs> You know, I tried to buy that ring light, and it was unavailable. Um, what podcasts would you recommend? Jay Shetty, On Purpose, Morning Brews, Business Casual, and the Harvard Business Review. Those are my ones that I listen to, like, all the time. The top three. And Unlocking Us by Brene Brown. Mm-hmm. Did you ask for a number or just say? No, I just said. Okay, those are top any- four. Will Br- you think Brene Brown will be on my podcast? Probably not. No. I know people that know her. Yeah, maybe we could. Get everybody's this. just a few se- degrees of separation, especially away. in Oklahoma. <laughs> so, uh, what is the best compliment you have ever received that you can remember right now? I have an 
face of shock right now because it's hard to say. But I would say remember right now, you, I feel like crying, you just made this thing that I've been trying to do for so long so much easier. Like That's the best compliment. And I just for, received that. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, what is your favorite article of clothing or favorite pair of shoes? Uh, I really like this sweatshirt I'm currently wearing. It's a cropped hoodie that is... Oh, no, I'm not wearing the same thing <laughs> I was like. I was like, you're not wearing a hoodie. You're well, wearing a cruise sweatshirt. Mary's fine. <laughs> I thought... Bef- I changed before I left, and I thought I was still wearing this hoodie. <laughs> I've never witnessed anything like that that just happened. Well, I forgot what I was wearing, even <laughs> though I can see it currently. It feels equally soft as this, and I thought that's what I was still wearing, but... Um, you have talked a lot about that cropped hoodie. I'm like, listen. Is that the one from Eote? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's the best we're one. just going to link straight out to Eote as well. But that's like where it's my favorite coffee, actually. Some from that same brand for cr- crushing it. Yeah, so crushing it. Crushing we're it. Have to put a link. Happening. I'll link out mm-hmm. that. We're drinking Eote coffee right now. Did you know that? I didn't because mine's gone, but it's it was gone. delicious. Mine's Andrea Pro coffee maker. Ice cold. Eote, the Willow Blend is 10 out of 10, my favorite awesome. in the Oklahoma City Metro, hands down. Hey. Um, when you get brunch, savory or sweet? Savory. Mm, like what? Um, we're at brunch right now. What would you get? I wish we were at brunch right now. Uh, I usually get something kind of proteiny, like maybe some eggs, but like my, honestly, like if they have like a parfait bowl or like a, a smoothie bowl, is that savory? That's not savory. That's, that's not sweet like either. In the middle of the road. That's, I know. That's healthy. That's out the window. We're talking savory or sweet. This is like Macchiolino from Cafe Cacao, hands down. Scrambled eggs, the best. Oh my. That's like. Also, I live within walking distance, so I'm like. I'm jealous of that. Cafe Cacao all the time. Yeah, that's chilaquiles. Really? That's your Cafe go-to? Cacao or Antigua. Yeah. Because it's the breakfast nachos. Yeah. And you know me and nachos. Yeah. I don't like a real carby breakfast. Like, I don't it's like not, bread. It's just chips. No, I know. I'm just saying, like, in general. So I'm not going to be like, I want a breakfast burrito. That's never going to be my go-to breakfast. It's not even that carby. Carby is like uh, thick cup French toast mm. at Packard's with the crunch berry. Yeah. Crust. It's so good. Though. Okay, never I would never order that, something like that for some reason. <sighs> so isn't that an interesting go? Who am I? I don't know. Um, what is your favorite meal to prepare at home? Mm, lately I've been making this uh like curry stir fry thing that is so bomb. I love cooking like Asian foods Same. um that are like a little spicy or like making like a really good peanut sauce. Mm. So that's one if I'm going that or I will make a really bomb, um, like homemade pasta with a homemade sauce. Like I, it's just wow. like it. I like chop all the vegetables and make it just like a really vegetable heavy sauce. Um, it is bomb and get good cheese to go on top and maybe I'm so hungry. Chicken. I did not eat breakfast today. I love to cook, but I hate to clean up the dishes after. So if anybody hey, wants, if you ever <laughs> cook for me, I will do all your dishes. Oh, match made in heaven here. Yep, best friends. Um, cool. Uh, what musician would you choose to create a soundtrack to your life? Your face made like many popular opinion. I am not somebody that's super into music. This is like, I think that surprises me about you. There's been a couple times where I'm like, I remember one time I was like, you give me a good Maggie Rogers vibe. And she does. If you look at Mary, you're gonna be like, wow, Maggie Rogers, I'm feeling it. And you were like, I don't really listen to her that much. And I was like, oh, (laughs) I feel weird. Yeah, so like when I was growing up, my mom we would just listen. <laughs> no oh, music in the car. We talked about this. Like, so I, I did not grow up like in music, but my siblings are very much into music, so it would be like whatever they would have on, I guess. Mm-hmm. But now, soundtrack to my my life. I mean, Vance Joy. Is that That's a horrible answer? Not a bad choice. Bonnie no. Bear. Uh, I mean, winning. It would uh, feel a little sad. Probably. Life sometimes is sad. It's all right. Yeah. Bonnie Bear's like very serious music. Yeah. I'm like, never like, had a great day. <laughs> Let's listen to, maybe if I need to calm down. That's a good choice. Have you heard his other project, Volcano Choir? Very good. Outstanding. Love. Great. See, I'm not super uneducated about music, but I'm not like somebody like you and you, you and like Bridget are all the time like. I love music. Like, I didn't hear about that new thing. So pop culture is not my thing. Too busy doing learning things. 
I guess. I mean, I just try to do it all because I'm an eight and yeah, you do. <laughs> I'm a lust. I have a lust for life. I need everything on an eleven. If it goes to a 10, I need it at an 11. More! <laughs> Which is why I like spicy food, I've discovered. Because I'm like, I need to feel it. And this is, I really need to do an Enneagram podcast. But like, <laughs> as an eight, like, I don't like to waste a meal and eat something that's like boring. Every meal has to have a purpose. But not Because I love food so much. Not Mediterranean. Don't waste my time. If I had to eat... Mediterranean, like if you gave me a falafel, I would just be sad. <laughs> and that's not an exaggeration. I would be like, what a waste of a delicious time to really enjoy something. That's why I like Mexican and Asian food is because it, spicy. it makes, it can make me sweat or cry or <laughs> drool because my mouth is so hot. Yeah. Yep. That's a little odd fact. Mary, we're done talking about me and my <laughs> eightness. Mary, where can people follow you and find you on the interline webs? Interwebs. (laughs) Online interwebs. On the line. On the line. You can find me at Mary Rose Seams. That's my um, Instagram handle. Spell your last name. S-I-E-M-S. S is in Sam. Just kidding. Samwise your dog. Samwise is my dog. You'll find him on my Instagram quite often. He's real cute. Super cute. Um, So find me on the grams. You can find me on Twitter if you want to see jokes. Honestly, I just, I don't ever go on Twitter. I can't Twitter. I I try and I hate it. Um, LinkedIn. I don't know how to share, but just search my name. My profile is quite searchable. And and at the Source Brokers. Yeah. Uh, And that's on Instagram? Instagram. On everything. On everything. So Mary Rose Seams or The Source Brokers. And I'd love to connect. I love to solve all your problems. Solve problems. Wow. It's fantastic. Yeah. All right, Mary, thank you for your time. Thank you for sharing your wisdom and your epic laugh. I'm very excited. (laughs) Can you just make me laugh so we just like end on like a really great laugh? Now the pressure's on (laughs) and I can't do it. I know. Uh, Sorry. No laugh track here. Goodbye. If you want a regular dose of encouragement or need a yay in your day, follow me on Instagram at AnnGraceFills. And if this podcast has helped you or you just want to help me, please rate and review it wherever you listen. Every time you share on social or send me a message about your feedback or how it's helped you, it truly makes my day. That's why I'm here to help you get your yay back. And I get a big yay from knowing this is helping you. If you implement anything from this uh, show, this episode, please let me know. I'd love to pass that on to Mary. I want to hear your success stories. So if I can encourage you along the way or cheer you on, if you have questions about something specific, an episode idea, just ask. I really love your feedback and I believe in you. I'm cheering you on. You can reach me at andgracefills at gmail.com. We'll talk there. In the meantime, I am cheering for you.